What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the All Time Low Podcast. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was my good friend Zaid. He had so much crazy shit going on. But um, today we got Matthew Flores. He hit me up talking about how he had some crazy shit growing up in, uh, in the past recent years that he went through. So um, I'm happy to have him and uh, let's get it going. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, so where are you guys like actually from, your family? Because the last name and your brother looks totally different from yours. Yeah, so. bro. All right. So my mom was born here, uh, pretty sure in Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, in the U.S. But my my dad, my biological dad, he he was born in Ecuador, born and raised, uh, and he still lives there right now. But um, I've been living here for like 11 years now. Really? Yeah. When I uh, when I moved down to Ecuador, I was I was still a little baby. I was like three years old. Um, and when I moved down there, uh, I stayed there for five years. Uh, and my brother was you know he's two years older, so he had a little mm-hmm. bit more experience with that. Um, was so, he born there? No, nah, no. Nah, okay. He was born here too, and uh, he was five, and I was three when we moved there. And uh, when we moved back, I was eight. He was ten. So wait, what, what made you guys move there? What made you guys move back? So, <clears throat> I believe my mom and my dad met. Uh, my mom was in college, and she went with her best friend down to like. Uh, she she was majoring in Spanish, so they went on like a college trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. And while they were there, I'm pretty sure they met like a bar or something like that. Really. And you know, she was like speaking Spanish to him and all that, and I guess he just like fell in love with her. And one, over there, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one thing led to another, and uh, you know they got married, had my brother, and I think that's when they moved back here. Uh, when my brother, so before my brother was born, so he could have a citizenship citizenship here, because so she um, was on a trip there, and she met your dad. Right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then I, I'm not, I'm not sure the details of the story, so mm-hmm. I don't know if. Uh, when my brother was conceived, they were here or there. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she ended up moving back here with my dad for a few years, uh, for like two years, then I was born. And, uh, three years later, growing up here, we moved down there and, you know, that's how that happened. But, uh, the reason we moved back here when I was eight is at the time I didn't know this. I thought we were just coming on vacation, but my, my parents got divorced. Damn. Yeah. Bro. There or here? I don't know, man. Like, I'll tell you how it happened. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure um, my mom was kind of just telling me that, you know, you, me, and Javi are going to go uh, on vacation back to the U.S. to see our family. And so I was, I was hyped, bro. Back then, I was like, dude, I get, to, <laughs> I get to go to the U.S. and, like, see all the cool shit over there. Because my mom would always bring me, like, toys and, and like, clothes and shit from the U.S. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, so different. And um, so I was, like, hyped. And uh, about three weeks, I would say, after we moved here... She took me and my brother to, uh, she was like, hey, Matt and Javi, uh, I want to I take you guys on a nice little breakfast and to the park. And so we were like, all right, hell yeah. Um, Y'all here in Georgia. Yeah, here, here in Woodstock. Um, I'll explain more about our living right. situation and stuff. Um, but yeah, she was, we were here and she was like, you know, I want to take you guys on a nice little breakfast or whatever. And so she took us to a Hardee's. I remember, the, I remember the details of that. She took us to a Hardee's. I got like a biscuit, That's top sausage notch. biscuit, <laughs> right? For real, man. Back then, this was like I don't know, like 2012, bro. Yes, yes, man. And uh, got a little sausage biscuit. And you know, afterwards we went, we went to this little park. I don't remember exactly where. Um, she she took me and my brother at this little picnic table and sat us down. She was like, "Hey guys, I want to talk to you about something." And uh, you know, and through that conversation, she broke the news that her and my father weren't together anymore and they got, mm-hmm. they were getting divorced. And back then I was like crushed, bro. Like I was, cause back then, man, I remember me and my brother, while we were in Ecuador, uh, we slept in the same room and, and, you know, we were like super close. We're like me, we still are. He's like my, my number one. Um, but we would always talk about how, uh, me and me and my mom or not me and my mom, my, my mom and my dad would never, never get divorced and like we would, they would always yeah. be together because we would hear them like yelling at each other and arguing and shit yeah. and we would always be like it's gonna be okay right and then my brother would be like yeah dude it's all good you know and then i hear that they're, they're getting divorced and i was just like that is heartbreaking for yeah. me at the time it was um and i remember i went <laughs> i started crying i went to like 
uh, this little tunnel they had at the park, and I just like sat in there for like an hour. Oh my god! Yeah, bro, that's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, man, it it sucked back then for sure. Did you guys um? So you and your brother, you guys came back here with your mom for a couple weeks, and then she broke the news to you, right? Right. So your dad never came. Do you remember saying goodbye to him? Yeah. So even yeah, I don't want to be like a little soft story here because oh, now did, it's bro. it's not uh I'm not really as affected, but if you think about it, it's pretty sad, I guess. So. I remember at the airport was the last time I saw my dad in person. Um, when you were leaving? Right. When I was leaving, uh, when I was eight, coming coming back here, uh, we were at the airport. And, <laughs> I okay, this is a random ass detail, but I remember there was this Bon Jovi song that was playing on the radio at the airport. And for some reason, that whenever I listen to that song, I associate it with that memory. And I'm pretty sure it's uh, these five words or, or something. I don't know if you've ever heard that song. Regardless, uh, he was there and he was crying, and I was like, "Dad, like, why the why the fuck are you crying?" The fucking Bon Jovi's playing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bon Jovi's playing. Like, we're going on vacation, yeah. dude. Like, what the hell are you crying for? And and obviously, my my whole family too. I wasn't really paying that much attention to them. My grandma, yeah. my aunt, all of them, my cousin. They were all at the airport, and they were all crying too. And my cousin, she was too young, but my grandma and grandparent, uh, or grand granddad, whatever, they were all crying. Um, is everybody over there pretty tight knit? Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because I know, like, my grandma's family in Italy, and we have family in Venezuela too. They all fucking like they all live together. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally, like, literally sisters, they all live brothers, together. parents, stepfathers, yep. whoever. They all live together. We all one have one one big ass house, yeah. bro. Yep, we all live down in there, and uh, it was my grandparents, my aunt, uh, uncle, my cousin, me, my dad, and my brother. So we're all in that in the one mm-hmm. house. Uh, and my great grandma, but I'm pretty sure I don't remember what happened with her. Regardless, um, yeah, they were all crying and shit at the airport, and uh, I didn't understand at the time. But when I came came here and and got older and realized that was that was the reasons because they knew I wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um, and you know when I moved here, it was it was a big transition because for those first like three weeks, like I said, I you know I was just thought we were on vacation. Um. And we were staying at my aunt's house in her basement. And uh, we ended up actually living there for like two years, I think. And that was that was the situation we were in when we first got here. Um, but yeah, that's that's how that went down. Damn, dude. Isn't it crazy how like you pick up on one thing in the moment? Like the song. Like you yeah, clearly remember the song. Yeah, bro. We, um, I'll tell you a short story. We, um, when I went into foster care... I was living with my dad. I was like nine, nine or ten. And this dude, this is the reason why I hate Bruno Mars. Like this is the reason why. <laughs> One, I just hate I think his music's tacky. I don't care for it. But um Fair. two, um, I remember we were in the car, he got the call from Defacts, which is um Defacts is the fucking the company that like I guess facilitates foster kids. And <clears throat> it was during that that the fucking Bruno Mars playing song was playing really? on the radio, and then they called him, and they were like, "Hey, you guys need to come in real quick." We're just gonna ask him a couple questions, blah blah. It's gonna be quick, should be no problem. And it was him and my aunt, like my dad's sister, were in the truck, and I remember the song was playing. And then they called, so we went in, <clears throat> and they asked me a couple questions. I said bye to him, and they actually kept me there, and that's where I went straight from foster care, like straight from there. I didn't know. I thought I was going back to my dad. And I went straight into foster care after that, and um, he actually ended up like fleeing the country, like with wow. my yeah, this fucking headed out. But anyways, this podcast is about not, you, so uh, I did not know that about you. Yeah, man. that's crazy, yeah, bro. Man, I'm that's, gonna ask you about that later. Oh, you're good. That's the reason why I hate Bruno Mars. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, it was that the stupid ass song from back in the day. I don't know if it was Grenade or whatever the hell it was, yeah. but it was some stupid shit. Um, pretty valid reason to hate him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. But I wanted to ask you, um. Have you guys stayed in contact at all? Or during that time, how was the separation? Like, did you want to call your dad after your mom told you? Or did you want to, like, not yeah, talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's pretty wild how it changed, man. So, um, I was furious at my mom. Like, I was so mad uh, when whenever, you know, the following months or year or whatever. Because um, I was like, you... I felt betrayed, you know? I was like, I had no issues with my father I had a great relationship with him. You know, I was obviously super young, um, so I didn't really understand the full extent of what a relationship was. But um, 
had a pretty fulfilling relationship with my dad and my family and you know finding out that we weren't going back I was like pretty fucking upset and you know given that I was also really upset with my mom for lying to me about it but um she did let us stay in contact with my dad, you know, me and my brother, we, I really, I don't know about my brother, but I really wanted to call him and like, you know, talk to him and, and stay in touch. And I really wanted to go back to see him. Um, you know, pause on that real quick. Speaking of that though, I was actually, uh, I don't know how, how much longer this was after we moved back, but I remember this one day I was in, uh, Alabama visiting my, my mom's side of the grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the bathroom crying and like yelling at my mom about, wanting to go back and and I was actually asking her when are we going to go back and she said I don't think we are because at that time I thought we were going to go back Damn. at some point at least yeah you know I I had known that they got divorced or whatever but I thought we were still going to go back at least to visit or whatever yeah. and she th- she said we're not and that's when I got like super pissed again you know all those emotions came back up you know I was having a little breakdown back then too um did they ever tell you why you weren't allowed to go back um, it's not, not so much that we weren't allowed to go back, like me and my brother, it's mm-hmm. just, I was too young, and my mom didn't want to go back, yeah. and, you know, I'll explain my, my parents' relationship, um, more in detail, uh, as to the reason why they got divorced in the first place, but, um, uh, I forgot, I forgot what I was talking about, what was your question about, uh, something, oh, I forgot. About having a relationship with your dad. Right, right, the, the way it changed, so... Yeah. Back then, I really did want to call him all the time and uh, talk to him and stuff. And he, you know, obviously he loves it. He loves me and my brother to death. He's like, we're, we're still his kids. Um, and so, yeah, we did talk on Skype all the time. Uh, and then, you know, years and years go by and slowly, you know, it gets the time in between each call gets less and less or more and more. And to the point, the past three, four years, you know, it's maybe twice a year. Happy like, birthday! And yeah, Christmas. birthday and Christmas, man. Yeah, man. And funny, funny enough, his birthday is January second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, bro. dude, yeah. it's right there. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, that's how that went. I I just kind of got older and learned more about you know my dad and and just the way he talked and and I'll explain to you why why I kind of drifted away. Me and my brother both drifted away. I still love him. He's still my, my father, you know, mm. you know my stepdad. He's never, I love him. I love him to death too. He's just like wonderful dude. He loves my mom. Best thing that my mom's ever had. So I love him, but he's never, I'm never going to see him as my dad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause I grew up, grew up with my father. Um, but that being said, I'll, I'll kind of give you a little backstory as to what happened. If you're, if you're curious. So, yeah, of course. Dude. so as I got older, I learned, you know, little stories and and things that my mom would tell us about my dad and explained why um, she ended up divorcing him. Mm -hmm. Um, So he suffers from paranoid schizophrenia. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Of course. Um, So it's a mental illness. Um, You know what's weird? My dad, same shit. Really? Never diagnosed, but... The fucking the shit he would say at night, like me being a damn seven year old kid, bro, it's fucking creeping me out, man. He'd be like, "Yep, um, my brother talks to me all the time, and his brother lives literally overseas, and he's like, yeah, he's talking to me right now, telling me about his kids." I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, damn. The, yeah, and he would talk about how his dad talks to him and like how he sees spirits in rooms. And I'm like, really, bro? I'm seven years. Like, I don't need to be hearing this. This damages kids, you know. And then yes, bro, he'd always think. No matter how good of a person it was, they'd out for him. They'd have it out for him. Doesn't yep. matter. They'd stealing from him. They're trying to take the business. Trying to take the house. Same thing. That's why like me and my mom never had like a good relationship growing up because he always kept her away, like mm. far away. And <clears throat> she's trying to get you guys. She's trying to get the house. Blah blah. blah. Jeez, but bro. Same kind of deal. Was was it the same with your dad? Yeah, man. But the thing is, um, I was a super super naive kid. Like I'm talking, my mom is not so much anymore but she was like the most um keeping your kids innocent sweet mom like type of shit so never like no bad movies no harry potter you know growing up yeah Yeah. that type of shit so i was (laughs) yeah i was super naive uh didn't understand pretty much anything negative about the world um so whenever my dad would talk to me i first of all don't really remember the conversations um but as I got older and started talking to him and understood more about life and, and what he was talking about, 
and you know his mannerisms and the way he would talk is just not normal and then yeah. slowly but surely I, I started to see what my mom saw yeah and uh it yeah I'll, I'll go into more detail so like if i remember correctly well you're so young at the same time right dude. you know like you're not out there scanning how people really are. You know, I'm the same way. Didn't know anything about anything at the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. But now that you're older, you could look back and be like, that makes sense. Yeah, I think one one thing that really kind of triggered my mom to be like, "You, dude, you got to fucking chill to my dad. Yeah. He was playing with me and my brother, and he was spinning my brother around on his shoulders, you know, like just messing around in the living room. But the living room we had in Ecuador was, uh, it was all concrete on the ground like finished concrete Mm -hmm. um tile and uh on the edges there was just like a not all the way around but like on two edges there was like a little step of the concrete so it was kind of yeah almost kind of like that little mantle right there yeah and uh he was spinning us around and i was like dad dad i want to go you know i want to i want to be on there too um of course back then it was in spanish i don't speak spanish anymore what you lost it yeah most of it i can still you know make basic conversation what about javi he's yeah he's he's pretty not fluent, fluent, but he, well, he works with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, so it's like exactly, and he took like all yeah. four years of Spanish in high school. But um, that was, was that your first language, Spanish? Yeah, wow. was, I learned to read and write in Spanish first. Holy cow! I know, and then somehow my dumbass <laughs> lost it. <laughs> it's crazy how that works, man. Yeah, but man. but yeah. no. Nah, um, so then I was like, you know, Dad, I want to I want to get on there too. He did, and I guess my dad was dizzy at that point. He ended up dropping me, and I hit my head on the ledge of the oh, concrete. Shit, bro. Yeah, busted my head open, got a concussion, and uh, I woke up like a day or two later on the couch uh, to my family having a party. <laughs> 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 they were legit having like a like, and it wasn't just my family; it yeah. was like friends and yeah, friends. Dude, like, no, I know. they were having a whole fiesta Did there. They bro. Party like like late. Spot. Yes, bro, yeah, that's Hispanic all parties, night. man. Yeah, dude, my girlfriend's family. I said this on the damn last podcast, but. Same shit. They party, and the party starts at 8, and it doesn't actually start until, like, 12. Yeah. And then it goes from 12 to, like, 6 a.m. nonstop. Yes, and me being an old man, I can't hang. <laughs> I cannot hang with that, dude. That's yes, crazy, bro. though. I mean, no wonder you can't speak Spanish anymore. <laughs> your dad hits your head. Oh, uh, you're funny, bro. Yeah. So was it... Do you remember, like, going to the hospital and all that down there? Oh, man. Really? Like, the last thing I remember was hitting my head. Really? And uh, no, actually, the last thing I remember is my dad washing my head with cold water. Like he took me to the tub and started pouring like mm-hmm. freezing cold water in my head. That's the last thing I remember. And then, according to my family or my mom or whatever, a bunch of time had gone by, or like, you know, a day and a half or day, two days. I don't remember exactly. And I, that's when I woke up on that on the couch. Um, I can't Fuck remember. Fuck it, boy. We ball. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, it might have been like New Year's or something. I don't remember, man. But yeah. Some crazy shit. And uh, as soon as I woke up, I threw up. I remember that. Damn. Yeah. I threw up right. Because uh, the way it worked at my, at my old house, there was a, there was like kind of couch like right here like this. Mm-hmm. And then it, the living room was open, but it had a little arch that you could walk into the living room. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the house was there. That's where they're all partying. And yeah. I was in a little dark room by myself. Yeah. Obviously, all the lights and stuff were still coming in. Um, and yeah, I just turned over immediately threw up on the floor right in front of the couch. Oh shit. Remember that? Yeah. But that's the last thing you remember, like, uh, from that whole incident, like hitting your head and then waking up on the couch. Yeah. I definitely remember, you know, him spinning the shoulders and all that, but that, that's all I remember. Those two um, days I just blacked out. Did they, uh, at the hospital, do you know what? Like what happened? Like what procedure happened? Like did they have to open up your head? No, no, no. Or? It wasn't. It wasn't like a like a skull cracking thing, yeah. man. It it just cut open my my scalp, but it wasn't yeah. anything bad. They just. I'm pretty sure they just uh, like patched it up, and then mm-hmm. um, I don't really remember much, but I was okay. <laughs> I I've had like three or four concussions in my life. Jesus That's why I'm so bro. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I've had one. It wasn't serious, but I just kept getting headaches, and I was like, I don't. Playing football, and uh, yeah. I got my, my bell rung once, and I was like, I'm done. I'm not playing this. <laughs> it's too aggressive for me. I'm done. Jesus. But yeah, man, that's that's fucking crazy. That, yeah, no. Nah. So, but just things like that, man, it just added up to my mom, I guess, like a grown man just making a mistake like that with this kid, yeah. which, dude, fucking mistakes happen, but that's just, I guess, one minor thing that I remember really mm. pissed my mom off. Um, but as for, as for the mental illness side of, uh, of stuff he would just say really like of course this is not speaking from personal memories when my mom told me he would just say extremely like 
out-of-pocket shit uh, to my mom. Like, I remember she said, this is, I mean, it's, like, personal, but she, she said, like, one time they were driving, and he, like, pointed up in front of the car, and he was, like, there's, like, a floating naked lady there or some Jesus shit. Like, Christ. I was, like, bro. I mean, I, when I heard that, I was, like, bro, come on, dude. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what she get pissed or what? I mean, she, that was just one incident that she, she remembers. She doesn't like talking about it, yeah. so I, I don't never pushed with questions about my yeah. dad. But that was just one thing she told me that was like, and if your partner's saying shit to you like that, and like that's just fucking insanity. It's like obviously you can't deal with that yeah. healthy. And then on top of that, he, according to my mom, he didn't take his meds like he was supposed to, and he refused to. That's what I was about to ask because. Mental health is a big thing. Yeah. Like, to me especially. From, I mean, just for anybody, you know, with any kind of struggling ideas or anything in general, like depression, anxiety, you know, mental health. I was going to ask, well, did he go to therapy for any of this or did he not care to do any of that? Uh, that like, that's the thing. I was too young to understand yeah. anything about how how anything like that would work, much less uh, I didn't even know there was an issue yeah. until obviously later. I do remember in Ecuador, the infrastructure specifically uh, around where I lived was really, like, not even outdated, just wasn't developed. Because I lived, like, I'm, I'm talking, like, straight Incan bloodline, bro. Like, I'm not even joking with you. Like, I remember we, we, we visited the ruins over there, and I, I ate, uh, I'll tell you a story real quick. I ate a, uh, a whole a pig. Bit, a little bit closer to your mouth. A little bit closer? You're good. I ate a, uh, a whole ground roasted pig so we went up to this um i guess we were donating money or like going just to help or something but this family that lived on a on a a mountain or like on the mountains and legit it was like a dad and like uh maybe a mom i don't remember exactly even like three kids and they straight up lived under a tarp like they had poles like one pole set up and they had like a tarp on top holy fuck and that's where they lived and uh they had like a big they're farmers and they had like a huge field of you know crops whether it was corn or whatever uh, down the mountainside and it was foggy up there because uh ecuador's terrain is super yeah mountainous. like that was my favorite part of ecuador forest and mountains right yeah it was my favorite That's part, crazy, of, part of ecuador man it was the mountains um but yeah no nah, I, I remember we were up there and and uh they literally cooked a an entire pig like the head everything like in the ground they had a fire in there and they just like cooked it and Holy then cow. when they pulled it it was like all black and then they like, skinned it and then we ate it Good. Do you remember? I don't remember, but we ate guinea pigs down there too. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cuisine in Ecuador. Like guinea right? pigs, bro. Yeah, it's, bro. it's so good Christ. too. Did so they like? Good. I always wondered about. It. I was like, where the fuck do gerbils and them come from? Like, do they just run around wild, or is it like? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, wild gerbils are a thing. Maybe I'm not sure. No guinea pigs. Oh, are they yeah, guinea pigs? Like in Peru, in Ecuador. Ecuador. Or, Ecuador. Sorry, yeah, they're Ecuador. Peruvian originally. I'm pretty yeah. sure, but Ecuador obviously is right next to it. Same cuisine, kind of like wow. developed from the. So they're out there fucking hunting guinea pigs and shit. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> All I know is that my family was relatively well off yeah. um, compared to the rest of where I was. Mm-hmm. I was in a place called Cuenca. Uh, like, really mountainous area of it, of Ecuador. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they would roast the guinea pigs on, on like, sticks all the way through yeah. their body and just turn oh over. Oh, my God. It was it's good, so dude. sad, It was bro. good. Um, Do you but guys... Yeah, um, so you and you and Javi, have you all thought about going back and visiting yeah. family and stuff? Yeah, actually, we were supposed to go get our passports a couple weeks ago or apply for them, mm-hmm. and then we we're supposed to go in June, go back yeah. to visit. So I'm hoping I can get my passport set up, and and we'll see how my money situation is. But I'm hoping yeah I can go visit. Um, yeah, have you talked to your family over there? Yeah, my uh, my cousin, she's my age, mm-hmm. and she's I love her to death, man. She's my favorite one out of all of them. Well, I don't want to be biased, but I love her. <laughs> She's so cool. And uh, she, she ended up getting social media and found me and my brother and nice. contacted us. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so her and her parents ended up coming up to Savannah uh, probably, I think it was August of 2021. Was she born here? No. No. Oh, she she, she got in. in there. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm surprised during COVID and everything, they let someone that's right. not a- the citizen come in exactly oh that's awesome yeah so her and her parents came and visited and uh we took we spent a week with them not a week it was like four days uh just kind of visiting places in savannah it was fun it was how was that seeing them after not seeing them for so long at first it was 
pretty awkward, as you can imagine, yeah. you know, 10 years without seeing them. But pretty quickly, it's just, you know, their family. Like, yeah, you know, course. you've lived the same house, you yeah. know. I remember growing up with my cousin, I, uh, I used to hate her because we would always fight and stuff. And I remember when I was four or three and a mm-hmm. half or something, I broke my arm. No, it was, it was when I was, I was like about three and a half because... I remember uh, I had actually broken both of the bones in my forearm. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, at El Tenete here before. <laughs> I, was, I was running around on the chair serious? as a little baby, yeah. Oh, my God. And I fell off and shattered my arm. And it was just hanging there. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah. But but then we moved here uh, while I had my cast on. And then I remember I was fighting with my cousin, who was also my age at the time. And I smacked her with my With my the cast? Full, yeah, with my full arm Damn, cast. Damn, we knock her ass out. <laughs> Holy shit. I remember that uh, as in, in my actual memory. Yeah. It was a blue cast. Um, but yeah, no, they came up and, and after a few hours of spending time with them, it was normal. You know, yeah. the language barriers, a little, little off because, you know, her parents don't speak any English. Hmm. Uh, maybe just a tiny bit. Does she? She, yeah. She She's goes fluent. Uh, not fluent, fluent. She, uh, she's still she learning. She can get a point across, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's in, uh, she's in school for it. Funny enough, my dad's actually an English teacher in Ecuador. What? Yeah, that's Holy crazy. cow. Yeah. So he's pretty fluent then. Fluent still has a crazy yeah. accent, but yeah. yeah. of course. That's my mom fluent. still has an accent. She's been here for like 25 years. <laughs> my grandma's the same way. She's been here for the same amount of time. Yeah. Still have the accent. They just never get rid of it, man. I think it's just... It's, part of it's literally just in their blood. Yeah. They don't get rid of the accent, man. Yeah, nah, but uh, it was definitely cool. I love seeing them, and uh, hopefully we can go back in June, like I said. Mm. Um... How was you and your mom's relationship after all that happened? Like, after the divorce and then after um, she officially told you, did it get stronger or was it rocky, you know? So, I don't know how I can explain the way my mom is. So, like, if you can imagine the most, like, especially back then when I was growing up, like, think of, like, a daycare babysitter, like, the sweetest voice, like, mm. nicest, no cussing, like, type type of shit. That's my mom. Like, just will take anybody in and give them dinner, like, yeah. type of shit. Literally, she's the sweetest lady alive. Um, so I can never be mad at her for more than an hour. Yeah, yeah. she's just too nice. <laughs> she is, man. She, I love her. She's my, she's my like, everything. Um, but, yeah, no, I have a wonderful relationship with my mom. It's different than I would say with uh, some, some kids and their parents because we never had the relationship where it's uh, – I would tell her stories about my parties or like, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It was, it's like a strictly mom and son relationship. I don't yeah. tell her shit that I tell my friends and stuff like that. So in a sense, it's, it's kind of off because I don't get to tell her stuff like that just cause I don't yeah. want to like, not like, not even disappoint her. She's cool now with everything. Um, Will she flip out on you or is it nah, more man, like, like nah, oh, she's, you shouldn't do that? Like, yeah, it's more like she's uncomfortable with drugs and yeah. like stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, when I, whenever she found out I wanted to do tattoos and stuff, super supportive. That's um, awesome. Yeah. The only thing is when I... Actually, I'll save that story for a little bit later uh, <laughs> about my tattoos. But um, but yeah, no, back to my mom. So now nowadays it's more... Uh, it's just she's, she's just super supportive of everything I want to do. And, uh, you know, she's obviously... She, she used to work three jobs at one point three full-time jobs in Ecuador to support my dad, me and my brother, because my dad didn't work. Holy cow. Yeah, he was going to school, but he didn't work. And so it was just so much stress on her and, yeah. you know, raising me and my brother and having having three to... Time, three full-time jobs. Yeah, maybe it wasn't three full-time, like two full-time and one part-time or something. But still, that's damn crazy, man. You're going from one job to another after raising two kids. Right, man. Know? And, and, and sometimes she would take business trips up to Chicago while she was down in Ecuador. Um, it's exhausting yeah bro for sure like that's why I, I just have so much respect for her and uh, like I don't know and still staying that kind and you know never really she yeah. never hit me my brother ever like never touched us um, and when she yelled she would be it's just like not even yelling she was yeah. just like you know she's too sweet to yell yeah. she would just cry and get upset and I'm oh like mom God, that's come even on worse, it is, man. Man. that's literally it's even so worse. worse like whenever parents get like disappointed yeah. rather than actually angry at you it sucks man. and they get more like sad almost oh my god that is like the worst like gut-wrenching Facts, thing in the world because it's like i'd almost rather you get mad at me ground me and then, not give a be fuck like, rather than just be like wow i'm disappointed in you because that like man that just tears my heart like Facts, so bro. bad it man. does man but yeah that's that's kind of how my mom is so 
our relationship is, is pretty great. As for my dad, um, nowadays it's more just, you know, I still say I love you and, and he says I love you guys and whatever, but given he's schizophrenic, the stuff he talks about, he he has about, you know, I would say like five minutes of normal conversation and then he makes it about him and his stuff that he's trying to explain. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, with that, with it's such a terrible illness, man. Like, it's just pure delusion about reality. That's like what it is, man. And he would just like rant off about how he believes, you know, God is talking to him or he has all these like ideas about the universe and how like, God is all this stuff to him. And it's yeah. like, come on, like, I can't talk to you like this, man. Yeah, dude. It's, it's almost insane. like, it sounds like it's like tiring to talk to him. Like, it's exhausting, bro. With him. Yeah. And, and I realized that it was probably about between that 11 years I've been here, probably about the five year mark of talking to him is when I realized like how exhausting and how straining it must have been for my mom yeah. to like deal with this every single day. It's like, I couldn't do it. And, uh, and slowly but surely, obviously less and less conversations. And like I said, to this point where it's only Christmas birthday type of shit. Yeah. Can't matter for her, man. <clears throat> Two kids, three jobs. And then having another damn job just to hold a conversation when she gets back home. Yes, bro. No, that's exhausting, man. That's absolutely exhausting. My mom worked. When she got us out of foster care, she worked two jobs, like a night shift and a day shift. And then just busting her out all the time. And I'll tell them, like, look, man, like, we, we didn't see you for the first, like, she was with my dad for four years of my life. And then they separated. And then we didn't see her for, like. We'd see her like once a month. And I was like, man, we didn't see you for like six years and now you're working two jobs and we barely see you now. So it's like, damn. Yeah, dude, I get it. Like when your mom's struggling, it's like, it's almost like you're proud of her, but at the same time, you like, I miss don't them see being at, yeah, yeah, man, you miss them being at home with you. Yeah. It's tough sure, shit, man. man. It's tough shit. It is. You want to tell me about the story with the tattoos? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. This is the story of my first, my very first tattoo. Now I've got like 30. I I've got to recount because I don't know how many. Right, how many have you done yourself? Uh, every single one of my legs I've done myself. Holy cow! Which is where most of them are. Um, I'd have to count how many I've got total. But regardless, <laughs> it all started with with hold on, this one right here. I don't know if the camera's gonna see this, but it's like this one right here. It's like a little a little girl with a skirt. Yeah. And uh, her head in the clouds. So yeah. I guess my idea with getting was like, I always thought of myself as kind of like you know, wishy-washy and like mm-hmm. head in the clouds type of yeah. shit. So that's why I got that one. Um, but the story was I was, uh, I was in downtown Woodstock on New Year's Eve of 2019 going to 2020. And. Right before the whole COVID shit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it was either that or it might have been 2020 to 2021. I honestly can't remember. Yeah. Regardless, it was New Year's Eve. And, you know, everyone's out drinking, especially mm-hmm. at all the bars in downtown. Um, I was waiting on my friend who was supposed to get out of work um, uh, at Rusak, you know, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was waiting outside at this little pavilion thing. Not even a pavilion. It was just kind of like a little tarp, I guess, and a little seat under it. So I was sitting under there, and it started raining. Um, so that's why I was under there in the first place, actually. Uh, and this this random dude just starts walking by on the sidewalk and he's like, yo, bro, can I come sit next to you? I'm trying to get out of the rain or whatever. I'm waiting on my ride. And I was like, yeah, sure, dude, why not? I was drunk. Can we get, like, yeah. I was wasted, man. Because initially that night, I was so bummed out because all my friends were doing stuff for New Year's. And my mom, uh, not really, she didn't say anything about it, but I just didn't have any plans. And I was asking my mom, hey, can you let me go to downtown, go with my friend? And she was hesitant about it, but... She initially had said no, and then um, I got pissed, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to drink here. So I took my rum, that I had like a whole bottle of rum, drank all that, like not all of it, I drank a bunch of it. Um, and yes, so, bro. and I, yeah, I was about to be- Was that your house? Yeah, I was about to be chilling by myself with Holy my cow. parents home. Because I was pissed, bro, it was New Year's she Eve. She was home? She was. I was, <laughs> I was pissed though, because I was like, you're not going to let me go anywhere, I'm just going to fucking drink here. Like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> so, she doesn't um, care. She does. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> she does good. You left that part out. <laughs> but here's the funny part. So she felt terrible. She, you know, guilt got to her. And she was like, 
talking to my stepdad, you know, I just can't let him, I can't let him stay here while all of his friends are out and his brother's out. So she comes out, she She comes out there, I'm already half fucking blacked out. You're in your room? Nah, man, I was on the living room. Oh, fuck. You're out there drinking in the living room? (laughs) Fucking hell, you're the man of the house. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, man, she comes out there and she's like, hey, Matt, look, I want to talk to you. I I really feel bad that I didn't let you go. Um, So do you really want to go? And I was like, you know, with a bottle of rum. Yeah. <laughs> bottle of rum. Right That's next some to shit out of a damn movie, bro. <laughs> bro man, it was so funny. Um, but I was like, it's like half empty. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, mom, just uh, I'm gonna go get a couple things. And then she was like, okay, I'm gonna go get my shoes on. So she, thank God she walked back to her room. I have my that backpack right there. Yeah. I, have, I have an X me. Stuffed a bottle of rum in there. She didn't see it. Mm. So you're just chugging it in the living room. She doesn't know you actually. Have I had it. I had a. Little little shot glass cups, the red solo cups with the mini ones. Yeah. And I don't know why we had those, but I, we did. So, dude, meanwhile, I'm thinking you have the damn handle on the table. Just fucking like. <laughs> I did it. I did it. But they, they were in bed. Yeah. And I was just taking shots of the little thing. <laughs> and uh, I had set it down and brought it to the couch with me because yeah. I was about to start watching some shit on TV. Um, probably like anime or some shit. Oh, uh, bro. That's so <laughs> But yeah, she walked out there and, and you know, what what I said happened. She went back to go get her shoes, stuffed the ball of rum in my backpack, and mm-hmm. I'm like, act sober, act sober, act sober, you know? Yeah. I'm fucking drunk, man. And so she's like, all right, let's go. And so she drives me to downtown. I live pretty close to downtown. She drives me down there, uh, drops me off, and I'm like, trying so hard. I'm pretty sure I went and brushed my teeth really quick, tried yeah, to get so that alcohol like smell. It, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, she drops me off. Thankfully, she didn't say anything about it. Um, she was just like, just be safe and... If anything, I would just call me or whatever. Yeah. So I'm waiting out there. And by this point, it's like midnight. Um, I've been this, waiting. Hold on one second. At this time, does she know that you drink and party and smoke and all that? or no? Okay. She know. Yeah. She knows that I drink at parties and she mm. knows that uh, I've smoked in the past. I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. Actually, I did like last week. <laughs> First time in like a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she knows I've done all this stuff. Um, but she doesn't know to the extent, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and she doesn't like it, but she's okay with it yeah. if it's not at my house. That's the main thing with her is like, she don't smoke at my house, don't drink and, you know, do stupid shit at my house. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah, she's like half okay with it, especially on a New Year's Eve. She's mm-hmm. not like going to kill me if she finds yeah. out. Um, still funny though, because if she found the bottle of rum that I had, she'd be like, where did you get it? Yeah, Why is it in my house? Like all that, all that shit. Um, so yeah, thankfully she never found out until later, but that's, that's, you know, a different story. Um. So, yeah, I was waiting in the, under that tarp in the rain, and the dude comes up. You know, he's like, he's obviously drunk, too. I'm wasted, so I'm like, dude, I don't care. Come come over here next yeah. time. I don't know you, but he's like 26. Looks like, he looks like a pretty normal dude, I would say, but you just can tell he's a little off. Yeah. And uh, there's a pretty wild oh, connection God. here I'm about to make. Uh, whenever you find this shit out, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but anyways, we start talking, uh, <clears throat> and he brings up, my shoes that I was wearing. He's like, those are dope. Cause I remember I used to do custom shoes. Yeah. So I had, I had my air forces on with, uh, some, I don't remember what it was on. I had a, uh, the Japanese mask with like the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the name that on it. And then some Lotus flowers and stuff. It was pretty dope design. And they had like the orange Nike symbol, whatever. That's sick. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, dude, I fucking love those, man. I, and then we just started talking more and more about art and, and, uh, how I design shoes, whatever. And eventually he brought up, he did tattoos or like, I, maybe I saw his sleeve or something. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. I love that. He's like, yeah, I did it myself. And I was like, what? That's crazy. What? Yeah. And I was like, how, like, how did that even start? And, you know, just talking more and more and more. And I'd always kind of thought about tattoos. Like I love the way they look and stuff. I never really thought of myself like, damn, I want to be sleeved out. Like yeah. hella shit like that. Covered. Yeah. Now I do. But, uh, I asked him, I was like, Yo, I'm 17, but I really want some tattoos, but I can't get it. It's illegal, in Georgia at least. And he was like, shit, bro, I got you. And so I was like, for real? And he was like, oh, shit. He was like yeah, man, uh, just got to here. take my number. I'll text you or you text me or whatever, and we can set up a time or whatever. And so we do. He gives me, my, he gives me his number and uh, his Instagram. Is your mom, like, not having you getting tattoos and shit? I'll explain that in a second. Okay. So... Um, I'm like, I'm like, all right, bet. So he, he ends up, his sister ends up coming to pick him up. He leaves. 
uh, and I'm my phone's at like three percent. I'm like Jesus Christ, I'm like, bro, you're wasting your phone's yeah, at three percent in the porn range. Yeah, man, and I'm like I'm like Jeremy, bro, where you at? Where you at? Like calling him over and over and over again. Yeah. He doesn't answer. Finally, he texts back and he's like, "Bro, I left like an hour ago." Holy shit! And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I went with my friends. I'm already like back at my house," and I'm like. I cannot believe this just happened. Yeah. I'm wasted by myself. My phone's like dead at this point. Yeah. So I can't call an Uber. Jesus Christ. Everyone's, this is like 1 a.m., like 12.30 maybe. And everyone's kind of headed home for the night from the bars at least. You know, they're about to go mm-hmm. to a party or whatever. And, uh, you know, nobody's, I'm not going to about to ask a random dude, hey, yo, can I get a ride? Or not be like yeah. that. Um, so I'm like, the only choice I got, I'm going to walk home. Holy fuck. It's not that far. Which is, it's not, it's not terribly far, but it would have taken me probably like an hour, maybe, maybe a little bit more. So I started walking home. Um, actually my phone isn't dead at this point because <laughs> this is what happened. So as I'm like half, not even halfway to my house, I'm like, outside, right outside of downtown from walking. My mom calls me. I'm pretty sure she called me and she's like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? And she's like, I can see on your life 360 that you're walking. Home. Holy shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she decided, since her little anxious ass can't go to sleep because she knows I'm out partying or whatever, she's like, I just couldn't sleep. Is it still raining at this point? It slowed down, but it was drizzling. Yeah. Um, she She's like, I'm coming to get you. And so she fucking comes and picks me up. My phone, I think that's when it died. I plugged it into my mom's car or whatever to recharge it. Regardless, she was just so pissed. She was like, why are you walking home? Like, I told you to call me if anything happened. Like, well, well, yeah. why, where's Jeremy? Why didn't you go with him? Like, all this, all these questions, like, bombarding me. I'm like, mom, I'm too drunk for this. And she's like, what? You're oh, my God. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, mom, I drank a little bit. And she's like, where? And I was like, I had a bottle of rum. You had or you still have? <laughs> so I, I was like, I have a bottle of rum. And then she was like, where did you get that? And I was like, Javi got it for me. Like, you know, my brother. Used Shit, bro. You're ratting him out, too. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, no, he got it for me earlier. Uh, that, that night or whatever. And so she's just pissed. And and uh, we end up going home. And she's like, you're not going out ever again like that without, like, all the... I mean, obviously, she got it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, I was... I was upset i was like come on mom please please don't don't do this yeah, well yeah you first begged her to go out and then she said no and then she felt guilty and now you're fucking drunk and walking home in, in my defense yeah at like 2 a.m in the morning <laughs> in my defense bro in my head i was like just go the fuck to sleep bro let, yeah. let me walk in like it's your fault for waking up and coming to get me like she's like i have to come get you wake my ass up I was like no you stayed up <laughs> worrying about me like yeah. i'm an adult I'm, I'm, technically i wasn't an adult. <laughs> i was not that's the biggest thing she had she was like it's the law matthew you're 17 you cannot be out past midnight which is true funny thing i had gone i had gone in trouble with the police before because of that jesus christ this they- is, yeah this is like the year before i was i had gotten a super bad argument with my mom about school because I was doing so bad. You remember how I was in school? Dude, I remember. You did not give a fuck. <laughs> you would be on your phone or just like doodling. Yeah, bro. I did nothing. So. You did not give a fuck, <laughs> she was, Yeah, bro. she was going off at me about grades and school and shit. And uh, so I was like, sure, I, I, um, I'm just going to like be apathetic as fuck towards her and not give a shit about what's, what's happening. I'm grounded at this point. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just leaving. So I grab my bike and I start running. At this point, it's like 1 a.m., I don't know where the fuck I was going to go. You were, what, 16 yeah. at the time? Yeah, I was, like, 16. I was, like, going to ride down to my friend, uh, my friend's house, who's, like, neighborhood next to me. Um, and, like I said, it's, like, 1 a.m., so on a weeknight, too, it's, like, so random. Jesus, and bro. as soon as I'm crossing in front of uh, the main road, it's good to go down to the next neighborhood, the only car that drives by is a cop car, <laughs> a Cherokee <laughs> County Police car. And he, he's driving by... I look at it. I see it's a cop car. My heart starts fucking pumping. Adrenaline's rushing. I look back, like, riding the bike, and I see the car start to do it. No, my heart drops, bro. He's got nothing else going on. He's like, you know what? Let me go after this fucking, this motherfucker on the bike. And I had my little backpack, my my little turquoise backpack on me. At least the bottle's not uh, in there. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing was in there except for my headphones. Like, because I had overhead headphones, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to wear them while riding the bike to get them sweaty or whatever. That was the only thing that was in there. Um, he pulls me over. He sees I'm like 
teenager with a backpack on, like, what could this kid possibly be doing yeah. with a bike at 1 a.m.? Right? So in his defense, I guess it's, like, fair for him to be a little bit suspicious, but he was a prick about it, bro. I'm like, dude, look, I'm, seriously, I was just trying to cool off. I had an argument with my mom. I'm just taking around the block real quick and coming back. She's like, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Oh my and I'm God. like, dude, I promise you, it's just my headphones. Like, you can look through it. Like, nothing's in there. He's, like, super sus about it. He's, like, like staring at me. He's, like, grabbing the bag, inspecting it as if it's a bomb or some shit. I'm like, dude, there's literally nothing in there. <laughs> there was a marker, like an expo marker, and he's, like, opening it, trying to see if it's, like, drugs. Jesus like, Christ. Dude, come on, bro. You think you're damn trafficking drugs? For real, is like, you got an ID? And I was like, no, dude, I'm, my house is right there. I'm yeah. <laughs> right around the block. What the fuck? I was like, I'm 16. He was like, you know you're not supposed to be out this late, right? And I was like, uh, yeah, I know, my bad. But just please, please don't wake up my parents. Like, they're going to freak out. Like, just, like, just, here, I'll leave my backpack here. Let's just ride back to my house. I'll open it up and then just wake them up so you can talk to them. But instead, this fucking dickhead calls up backup. So a second. What the fuck? Yes, bro. A For second. a 16-year-old kid? Yes, dude. I'm like, dude, are you kidding? This could not be happening right now. Second fat-ass cop pulls up. <laughs> and, like, he he's more chill. He didn't even say anything to me. The other dude, he just walks over there, starts talking to him, and then uh, he just looks at me, turns around, goes back to his squad car, because it's the SUV, closes that shit up, turns into my neighborhood, and I'm just sitting there fucking, like, pissed at this cop. I'm like, you seriously could not have just let me, like, yeah. go back. I, I told you I would leave my bike here. My mom drives with her car back to where I'm at with the cop. Jesus Christ. So they went to your house to pick up your mom about you. She didn't, she didn't ride in the cop car. She yeah, of course, car, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my she God, was, man. That's the, probably the most angry I've ever seen her meet. And like I said, she doesn't yell. She just did not say a word until, like, the next two days, probably. And she finally, she started talking to me about it. And she was like, I don't even know what to say to you right now. Like, uh, your punishment is just going to be something we're going to have to discuss later because I'm too angry to talk to you about it. But she ended up just kind of discussing her how she felt about the whole thing. And she started crying because she thought that, like, something terrible had happened to my brother and me. Like, the cops knocking at your door, you never want to hear that shit. Yeah, of course. Right? Especially if you're, you know, you've got kids or teenage kids. And uh, so she, like, got a little bit teary-eyed about that shit. She was like, I just, I thought you were, like, dead or something. I was like, Mom, come on, bro. Like, the cop <laughs> was just a dickhead. I was literally just taking her around the block. Like, yeah. Such, it's an, been in the block. such a stupid <laughs> situation to be yeah. in, bro. But yeah, so that's why she's super like on my ass about New Year's. She was like, do not be out past bull. Obviously, I was. I was in fucking downtown ways. Dude, that's so like unnecessary. Like, there was no point for that. He didn't find anything in your bag. Exactly. You're literally on a bicycle. There's nobody else with you. What could you. Everything's closed. <laughs> what could you be doing? To this day, I have no idea, man. Like, I really don't understand. And his excuse, he was like, I'm just here for your safety, man. I don't want you to get hit by a car because people fly down through here, this road. I'm like, I'm not even on the road. I'm on the grass. <laughs> I'm on, literally on the grass. Yeah, and plus it's a dark road. You're going to see headlights coming your for, way, and, it, and it's a straight road, too. It's not yeah, like a no. curve. It's like straight down Arnold Mill, man. Like, oh, I was so pissed. And, uh, yeah, ever since then, that's why my mom was on my ass about New Year's. Did she, um, did she lay off after you kind of explained it to her? Like she, Yeah, she was like a little bit more like okay, I, I understand, but, like, still, I just don't ever want you to do it again. Like, I was like, all right, all right. You weren't doing anything wrong. <laughs> For real, man. I explained that to her, but she yeah. was still more like, I just don't ever want to, like, have a cop wake me up like that again. I was, She was, like, crying about it. I was like, Mom, chill out. It's not like that. Regardless, um, downtown happened, met the dude, got his number. A couple weeks go by. Maybe not a couple weeks. Maybe, like, a week goes by. I text him up. I'm like, yo, I'm free, blah, blah, blah. Uh, would you be down to do a tattoo? Now, and this is over Instagram actually, because I don't think I got his number at first. Um, he had he's like an Android guy, twenty six. I'll, I'll kind of give you a backstory on him. He's he's something else, man. Uh, his name's I'm not gonna give his name actually. <laughs> What's his first name? Will. His name's Will. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy, <laughs> but it was like a random ass. Is he like in jail now or something? <laughs> or? <laughs> Funny thing is, bro. He's like ex meth addict, been in prison for like ten years, like twelve years maybe, like straight out. Of, when he was like fourteen, was his first jail thing. Then when he was like sixteen, he was in jail until like literally three years ago. Jesus Christ! Yeah, when he got out, it's like he he did prison tattoos. That's why he started doing it. Yeah. Like, 
And that was the only way he could, like, survive in there, I guess, was, like, giving somebody else tattoos. Because if they didn't, then they were just going to get his ass beat. Dude, something. I've watched so many documentaries on that. It says um, people who do tattoos, people who do barber, like, they cut hair. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, the two most, like, I guess respected. Like, they, nobody really messes with them because they, they yeah. help everybody out, you know? Yeah. So nobody, like, comes after them instead of anybody else. Exactly. And I'm like, I already planned it. Like, if I ever have to go to prison, <laughs> I'm going to learn how to cut hair. I'm going to learn how to do tattoos. Just yeah. so I'm, like, cool in the cut with everybody in there. Exactly, bro. But, yeah, that's that's his story. Um, So let me let me get into a little bit about him. So I had his Instagram, DM'd him. I was like, yo, bro, you, you trying to, like, hook him with a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I'm free this day, whatever. So I ended up going over to his house, um, being dropped off by my friend, my good friend. And it's like in the back of this, like far back of this kind of dark neighborhood. It's like not a nice neighborhood. So it's not lit up. So it's a little sketchy. My friend, he's more like worrisome than I am. He was like, he's like, bro, you're going to get shot, bro. I was like, dude, I'm not. I'm fine. Yeah, come on. I'm fine. He's like, dude, you don't even know this guy. You met him in downtown while you were drunk. And I was like, that makes it 10 times better. Yeah, like, it's a story. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up going in there. I'm, I'm pulling up next to his house. He kind of lives on like the bottom of this hill-ish. I see him open up the door, you know, the yellow light behind him. You can only see his figure. He looks around like as if he's Jesus expecting Christ. somebody. And then he like closes the door. <laughs> I'm like, I DM him like, yo, bro, I'm here. And he's like, he's like, all right, come on. So <laughs> over, over Instagram. So I'm like, all right. I was like, I was like, dabbed up my friend. I like, walked out. He's like, be safe, dude. I was like, oh, I'm chilling. <laughs> and uh, your so, friend was not gonna stay with you. He had no part in there. He's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> so I walk up to the door and then I like, knock and he like opens it up. Again, he like looks to the sides of like outside Jesus the door. Jesus Christ! And I'm like, I'm like, you good, bro? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. And he like, like kind of looks me up and down. And he's like, oh, I remember you. Oh like, my god! <laughs> I'm like, what? You're making sure it's me and not somebody else. Come to find out, the reason he's like this is. He's uh, schizophrenic as well. Oh, man. Yeah. Holy so that was the crazy connection. Man. Yeah. I was like... Did ah. he tell you that or did you um, figure it out? Okay, so <laughs> so I knew a little bit off of his Instagram. He was a little weird. Like, yeah. Weird videos. They didn't really talk about anything, but he just... Android videos, man. Out there, yeah. <laughs> you know, videos of... Blurry as hell like, videos and shit. He was like kind of muttering random shit listening to Juice World. <laughs> Juice World is like his favorite. Juice World and Lil Peep. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm at his house and, and I go back to his room. He lives with his mom and maybe her kids or it's a, it's a weird family situation. I'm not Jesus sure of the details. But his mom's like a meth head and uh, he just like basically didn't really like her. Um, so he kind of stayed back in his room and he had his like tattoo stuff back there and like he was working on projects with wood. Um, I don't know what it's called, but burning like mm. patterns in the wood with yeah. that little pen. He does that. And um, he's a pretty talented dude. Like he's really good at art. Um, but I, I, yeah, he, he, he's a nice guy, man. He's just, you know, mentally ill, had a bad past, whatever. Um, but yeah, we, we started talking and uh, I kind of, I brought my sketchbook with me because I was kind of trying to show him like, dude, look, I'm yeah. trying to get into tattoos, stuff like that too. He's like, yeah, man, you got a lot of potential. Like I'll, I'll teach you and show you all kinds of stuff. And so uh, he pulls out his sketchbook, starts scrolling through it. And I don't know if you've ever seen drawings from a schizophrenic person, like a paranormal schizophrenic mm-hmm. person. It's like crazy shit. Really? Like scribbles, like word random words like random figures that they see like oh motherfucker yeah, bro. this is a damn horror movie <laughs> that's so scary i mean I, I, it was but like to me i was chilling because I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little more backstory on myself and to why i guess i'm like pretty calm with everything but uh mainly because of my experience with my dad and like understanding yeah. schizophrenia. so at yeah. that point i realized i was like uh that makes sense and he i kind of was kind of asking him about it and he was explaining his drawings to me and i could tell that you know, it's all delusion and, like, what he sees and all that yeah. shit. But he's not, like, a violent guy. And he wasn't, like, what, nothing malicious in his, like, art or anything. He was just explaining how he saw things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, all right. And then he was talking about his... It's pretty funny because he's, like, he's like on probation. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, dab cards in there and shit. Jesus. Just, like, yeah, it's funny. But uh, he used to be, like, I said, he used to do heroin and meth. And uh, he's clean now, I think. Hopefully he still is. There's um, weed. Yeah, just the weed, man. And he's not Hopefully supposed to. Hopefully, it chills him out, man. Yeah, because he's on probation. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, no, I started talking to him about that, and he was explaining to me um, about his his life and stuff like that, and then he was talking about his probation officer uh, trying to diagnose him with, or his probation officer and like a doctor trying to diagnose him with schizophrenia, but he was like, no, nah, bro, I'm not crazy. I'm like, yeah, you kind of <laughs> are. Just a little bit, bro. <laughs> At least own up to it. I mean, yeah. shit. <laughs> but, you know, he's just in denial, whatever. Nice guy, like I said. Um, wouldn't trust him. <laughs> yeah, no. But, uh, what did he end up giving you, like, tattoo-wise? Uh, this one right here. And, uh, that one? Did yeah. he do any more? No, well, he helped, like, to start it out, um, but I, I did it myself. I finished it, because he, this is when he taught me how to tattoo. I don't want to pull my sleeve all the way up, but no, you're good, bro. this one right here. Um, oh, nice. That's the first one I did on myself. And, um, yeah, so he was helping me out with that. He, he taught me, basically, everything about tattooing. Yeah. Um, you know, needle depth, ink, and all this stuff. All the details that don't matter. He taught me it all. <laughs> And uh, he's the reason why I have all this stuff. So I'm grateful to him. And uh, I helped him out a couple times afterwards. Um, but yeah, it was just a crazy story meeting him and like going to his house. And then the second time I went over, I almost blacked out because I went way too deep on with one of the needles, like lines. I like, almost caught myself. I was like, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, I almost passed out. And, Jesus. Uh, but he was super like caring. He was like, he was, like bro, go to the bathroom, like, wash off, take, take, take some time off. You're good, bro. So, I mean, he was like a chill dude. Um, he said his name was Will. Haven't seen him. Haven't talked to him since then. At all? No. Nah, I did text him. And he texted me too. And called me a couple times. Because uh, he was out. This was at like 1am. Like 1 I was up. Thankfully. <laughs> oh he calls me. He's like, yo, bro. Can you, uh, can you like send me some money real quick? Or like, can you like come pick me up? I'm like, dude, I don't have a car. He's like, oh shit, I forgot, man. He's like, um, could you call me an Uber or something like that? Or send me some money. I'm like... What, what's going on, man? Just tell me your situation. Yeah. He's like, so I was out, like, partying or something like that, and I got stuck in this Waffle House, and I don't have a ride, man. My phone's, like, dead. Jesus. Or, no, my, phone, my phone's not dead. He's calling me on his phone. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm just, like, stuck over here. And so I'm like, all right, bro. Send, like, just tell me your address, like, what, what location exactly, and I'll send you an Uber over there. And, like, I'll keep you updated on when it's going to be there and all that shit. So I do. I send him an Uber, and he's like, bro, this, this is, like, like you, you're goaded for this. Like you, I owe you so much, man. Like this is good karma for you. Like I promise you, good things will come to your way. Like I appreciate you so much. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. It's like yeah, eleven dollars. And then plus, I owe you. Yeah. Gave me free two, basically two free tattoos. And he, uh, he ended up trying to cash out me, and I was like, nah, dude, you're good. Um, oh, he's a straight up guy, then. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's a little out the box. That's all. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, everyone's like that a little bit, and um. I was going to ask, did you get any, like, bad gut feelings when you were there at his house, or was it... No, so that's the thing, man. I just... I don't know. I'm not I'm not a spiritual dude, and I don't really believe in anything particularly. But I feel like whether it's uh, whether it's just our instinct or, like, how we've learned to read people... Yeah. I just didn't get bad energy, you know what I'm saying? I just never really felt, like, super uncomfortable or, like, getting bad vibes from him. He was just... It felt almost like a... If you could describe it as, like, a more of a scared animal versus an angry lion type yeah. of energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least it was nice about it. I like, I get like a lot, same thing as you, like a lot of people aren't really spiritual and it's like, it's not a big deal. It's whatever. I get like bad feeling. Like whenever you get just a bad gut feeling, mm-hmm. I've like learned to trust that feeling and like yeah, literally like 95% of the time it's right. Exactly. And when you don't, it like bites you in the butt. Yeah. Bro. I don't know about you personally, but like for me, if I don't trust that feeling, I'll, get screwed over and then I'll think about it like damn I, like I should have tried like I knew I had that feeling in the moment it's mostly with people too like if yeah. I just get a bad vibe from somebody I'm just like stay away from them man. Yep. Like, you don't want to yeah even if they're nice man it always works out like that it's so weird yeah that's what I'm saying like I don't know I don't know what to believe I don't know what I believe it's just you know I trust what I what I feel sometimes yeah well that's about all the time we got today. All right, man. It's yeah, all right, man. I appreciate it. Oh, you're good. You're good. Do you want to shout out anything of your own? Instagram, Twitter, whatever the um, hell you want, man. This is the chance <laughs> to get it out to my 21 listeners. <laughs> no, nah, man. I don't have any any shout outs to my socials or anything like that. I it's, saw the art you've been doing, dude. That's dope. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm working on uh, trying to sell it eventually. Just just got to gotta do it more. Yeah. Do you do... I guess your style or do you do kind of everything? Uh, I would say my style is more like black and white, 
uh, cartoonish, but not like doodly cartoonish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, more like animated kind of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Well, I appreciate having you on. Yeah, I really, really appreciate do. you. It means a lot. Have fun talking. Yeah, man. All righty then. Alright, man. That's that was dope, dude. Yeah, bro. That was dope. Wish we had more time. I know. I fucking... I need to get another camera. Because this one starts to die on me. Whenever it gets to a certain time. And then it's like, I gotta go charge a battery. And-